Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by BJ Ferguson. What BJ is helping me do today is review both nights of fights for the B2 Fighting Series. It's 167 and 168, which was Friday, June 24th, 2022, and Saturday, June 25th, 2022, right here in Louisville, Kentucky. I appreciate BJ joining me for the episode today. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare-eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by returning guest, BJ Ferguson. BJ, hey, how are you? what's up, man? Doing pretty good. Appreciate you coming on. Um, big win for your brother Isaiah just a couple days ago. We're recording the episode today, Sunday, June 26, 2022. Of course, on the 24th, um, Isaiah got in there for the B2 fighting series. And... Yeah, he pulled it off. Yeah, he put, it, it was a good fight. Had a big win. I haven't yeah. got to actually the sit and watch it yet. The guy was pretty good. I, I haven't got to watch it either yet. Okay. I really want to rewatch it. You know, because you're in there, like, cornering them. You know, you don't, can't really take in everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was pretty, pretty good guy too, Joshua Oxendine. I mean, the dude was really, uh, really strong in shape. You know, a guy you, he actually surprised me a lot with his. Uh, he had a, uh, he was a little bit better at the takedown defense than I thought he would be. Oh, okay. And he wasn't as uh, aggressive at the beginning. Hmm. You know, I was thinking like, oh, he's gonna come out. You know, trying to get. He was really. He, you know, he kind of. A lot different than I thought. More of a striking specialist? That's what I thought. You know, Looking good. at his tapology, he's got a lot of kickboxing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But he, he didn't come out. The second round, he came out a little hotter. But then I think he that got him in trouble, you know? Mm-hmm. So bare knuckle, he has for um, 
Back in 2021, he did a bare knuckle match. I thought I saw something about some kickboxing stuff. Yeah, I uh, did too on there somewhere. Yeah. But Isaiah ended up getting him to the ground. Well, he shot on Isaiah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, th- I think he got, he gassed out a little bit. I mean, that's what he said. He said, I got a little tired. You he know, said that afterward. Yeah. Polite he, guy? He, yeah, he was pretty polite. Not like a bunch of shit talk or anything before I mean, or after? Not a lot. I mean, he's definitely a bragging type of guy. You know? Okay. He, he's the type of guy where I'm like, dude, come on now. Like, as far as, like, his social media presence, you know? Really? He'll be on interviews like, oh, I'm, I'm one of the best in the world. And all this, you know, I think I could be the email in the world, you know, which I guess is a good attitude to have, but I feel like. But there's a line. I feel like if you're not in the top 10 in the UFC, you shouldn't say I'm I'm the best in the world. <laughs> or I can beat anybody in the world. Like, you know, if, if you're in the, if you're like in the UFC and you're ranked like number eight. Yeah, that's. You, probably you have just a, haven't had a chance to fight the top. Yeah, guys. yeah. You can say stuff like that. But if you're not, you know, and then he's like, oh, I don't, I don't think anybody can beat me. He's saying stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, you, you lost like four months ago. I mean, you got a winning record, but I mean, somebody beat you. You've been beaten, you know. Like that wasn't that long ago. It's not a world of, you know, you were beaten in April or no? When in February, before. yeah, in by, February, yeah. By Dave Morgan via unanimous decision. But I mean, and then he had one fight. He like he lost by DQ for biting, biting? somewhere. Yeah. Really? Yeah, one of the first ones. Um, let's see here. There's a kickboxing one back in 2020. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, November of 2019 against Brandon Grimmett. He lost. Yeah, Brandon Grimmett. Disqual- disqualification. Let's see here. By- was it biting? I, I read somewhere biting. Wow. And I, I, like, I got to try to find the, the footage on that. I, 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 you can't find hardly any footage on this guy. Interesting. Like, yeah. There's- Is that almost a double edged sword for fighting for the B2 fighting series? You get a lot of footage out there. Every amateur fight or yeah. grappling match. I mean, how much is available on Isaiah thanks to a lot. Hard, Brandon Hard Rock? Hinkin. Almost every every fight. Yeah, Even yeah. his grappling, probably. Which is good. Yeah. I, well, I, I never found that. But Oh, like, is that not in there? Okay. But He was far, doing the grappling for Hard Rock yeah. before it was recorded as much. Okay. As far as that, though, I mean, you know, people change a lot, too. It depends on... How long it's been? Sometimes I'll watch fights and be like, "Oh, and then I'll then I'll see the guy fight again, even if it's not somebody we're fighting just out of the show." And be like, "He doesn't look nothing like that guy. He doesn't do the same stuff." I mean, some stuff stays the same, but if you read too much into that, you're gonna get yeah. I wouldn't go inevitably gonna get kind of burnt. And and you know, a lot of people fight differently when they fight certain fighters. You know, if you're like got a guy. Isaiah's a, a southpaw. Yeah, he's southpaw, yeah. He so switches it, a lot, though. He, he, switches, he does, actually. He switches too much, in my opinion. Does but, he? Okay. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're, you know, sometimes I feel, I mean, that's just me. I feel like southpaws have a big advantage. Stick with it. Stick with it. I mean, if you're winning, I mean, I, I don't think, you know. Now, if you're right-handed and you're switching to southpaw, I feel like you, you're gaining advantages. Okay. I feel like if you're a southpaw and you're fighting an orthodox fighter. No need to switch. unless And you switch, you're kind of giving up that event. Even if, bit. say, Isaiah is going against you. Yeah. And yeah. you switch to southpaw to try to mix it up on him. That would probably throw him off more. Yeah. I, I mean. He should stay southpaw and attack I with think a body so. shot or something. I think so. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's good to work on your movement and switch. You know, it is good for like working to like the kicks, switching your stances, where the kicks are coming from. Mm hmm. All that stuff is good, but I think Southpaw's just got it made. I wish I was one, but not the not the yeah. type not the type of stuff you get to choose, huh? Yeah, yeah. Isaiah got him with the slick submission in the second round. He was going for a guillotine, which 
I thought he would have had. I thought he would have had it. You know, because he, he was cinching in there pretty good. And then when the guy popped his head out, he pushed his arm down and got, got to the triangle. It's pretty okay. slick transition. Yeah, I didn't even see it happen. Okay. As far as, like, I, I just seen him go for the guillotine. I was like. And then out of nowhere, kind of. A- boom, there he's in the triangle. And I'm just like, grab the head, pull down, let's go, let's go, you know. And then. Is this arguably one of the bigger wins for Isaiah in his career? I think it is on paper. Okay. Like, I, you know. I, he's 30 years old now. just turned 30. And, and th- this is a big, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, if he's going to make a run and get into a bigger promotion. This is the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You should, everybody, most guys are, you know, as far as the win, age, you know, this is the time, you know. Sure. At he's got 30, a few, three, four years now. Yeah, yeah. At 30, you should be. I say thirty to thirty-five, thirty to thirty-six should be most people's prime, in my opinion. I don't know, you know. Okay. Um, it was kind of cool to to um, be, you know, to a minimal degree, but to be in there and helping, you know, with some of the sparring rounds, getting beaten up by Isaiah, yeah, and thinking like, this is cool. He's got a big fucking fight coming yeah. up, and talking to him about it. And, you know, it's not quite the same as someone who's in the UFC because Isaiah still works. You know, he's got a yeah, normal yeah. nine-to-five job. Pro pro MMA fighter. Yeah. But he's, you know, he's got to balance his work-life schedule, and that's not always easy to do with kids. That's the hardest part. You know better than I do. Yeah, know. yeah. That's the, you know, because you're coming home, you know, like, what do you want to train? At least a couple hours a day. You know, you at least got to get that in. And sometimes you guys end up working out in the sun and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. Day. And then you got to come home and you got a couple hours to chill. And then you got to go back a couple hours and then you go home. And, then and he's got a wife. You, you know, couple, just being married is one thing. Yeah, you got a couple hours more hours and then you got to go to bed if you want to be able to get up and feel decent. Yeah. That's why a lot of people, you know, like they're like, they fall off. and Or you'll see somebody who's pretty good, man. I've seen guys on there that's like, damn, this dude ain't fought since 2016. And he was... 10 and 2, bro, you know, he was doing good, you know, like he could have made it, but you don't know what happened. What know? happened? He had a kid, he got married. Oh, he had a real good job, you know, and he, maybe he, maybe he, you know, there's a lot of factors. Got a divorce. Him. Yeah. Or he could have, maybe he trained with somebody that was on that level and he was like, well, I'm not, and I'm not going to be. Oh, okay. He just had a, a moment of. Uh, yeah. You never know what happens. People will be like, okay, I'm not, I'm never going to make it. You know, I'm never going to make a, as much money as I can. You know, if you got a good job. Who's that guy? Uh, he fought for UFC, and right when he got kicked out of the UFC, he quit. Uh, he was from Cincinnati. Dustin Hay- Hazlett. Dustin, he was on a pretty good tear for a while, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like five, six, seven years ago when I say a few. But he was like that, too. Like, dude. You- Dustin Tyler Hazlett. Yeah. Okay. And they, and they said, well, he had a good job. I mean, he... he, he you know, he had a real good job that he could get, and he didn't want to go down to, you don't want to go down to lesser promotions and have to work just as hard and not make, you know, a quarter of the money. Last fight for him was in the UFC. Was in the UFC. And then that they cut sense. him, you and he was cut. like, ah, I'm done. That makes and sense. And he could, that guy was good. I mean, he's a, he's real good. He's only 36 years old he today, was, he, he and was, his last fight was 2010. Yeah, he wasn't, yeah. So he retired so, at 24. Yeah, and he wasn't, he could have went to Bellator or, or Made it back to the UFC, maybe. He could have, yeah. He, 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 he fought some good guys and was on a good tear. Interesting. That's one of the guys that makes me think about that, because when there, there's a couple other guys. Who was the guy for, he was a Bellator champion, Cole Conrad. 
He was like the Bellator heavyweight champion. I don't think he ever lost. Okay. And he just quit and was like, oh, and they were like, oh, he works for some. He's got a Arca, good job. You know, like, Arca, or not, I'm an agricultural thing. You know, he's like, dude, he makes big money. Oh, I remember that yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, the polar bear. Yeah. He's a real good college wrestler. Yeah, I don't think he lost. Ever. And he was the Bellator champion. You know, he's making money. Mm-hmm. At least some. But, but yeah. you know, how, how much of a strain is that on your family? Uh, what kind of bills do you have? Do you got to take your kids to school? If, you know, if you can't take your kids to school, you got to pay someone to watch them. You know, there's so many variables when it comes to a family That's the life. biggest struggle for fighters, in my opinion. It's just like the, the training family balance, especially guys with a family. I mean, I've known young guys that – they ain't in there showing up like they should, and they ain't even got a wife and kids. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? What, what are you doing with your life? You know, because that was, that was real hard for me, too, because I was in the same position. You know, I had wife, kid, uh, job. I had to, a real job, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume you watched... You were at both cards. I was at both, yeah. Okay. So we're going to record another episode after this, so this will be kind of an abbreviated episode. Huge fucking win for your brother. Yeah, I, I was, I'm so happy. You know? <laughs> I was happy too. Johnny and I were in the car, and we kept checking. I tried to buy it while I was driving home from Destin. Couldn't for some reason, but Johnny and I were checking the Facebook page, and everybody else in the car was probably annoyed with us. But we were checking, we're trying to get the updates and updates and updates. And then we saw that he won. And we were like, oh, it was just so happy. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a stressful thing for me, too, being like a coach. And it's my brother. Mm-hmm. And when people, you know, what do you call it, like empath, you know, when people lose, I feel their pain. You know, it's even if it's not a, a brother. Yeah, even if it's not a brother, it breaks my heart because, I mean, I know how hard it is, you know. And he, he works work. hard. Isaiah does work hard. Isaiah's a hard worker. Since I've ever trained with him, which is probably just like four years, something, three, four years, yeah. uh, I always, one thing I've noticed is some people come and go with the training. Even if he doesn't have a fight coming up, he's always in there pretty regularly. Yeah. Right? He does, yeah. You don't ever see him taking a few weeks off. No, not, not especially not like, I don't think he will. But after a fight, there's some people take like a week or two off, you know? Mm. But if you're talking about outside of that, because, you know, I, some guys get beat up, you know. And, I'll and then like, they'll take a couple of weeks off right I, after That's the fight. fine, you know. I'm that's not as big you know, of it. That's not and, what I mean. I mean just yeah, even just, if he doesn't have a fight scheduled, he's in there. Yeah, you're not going to see Isaiah not in the gym for two weeks for no reason. That's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you got to be like that, especially if you're trying to develop. I've seen a lot of guys do that. I'm like, why are you – you're not you're not Floyd Mayweather, bro. You can't just come in here and start your fight camp and be like, I'm ready to go. Sure. Well, if Floyd Mayweather, I don't even think he takes time off. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, I mean, saying. he probably could to a degree, but, I mean, I, I think there's very very few people that can just half-ass and then just turn it on. Well, you can. You got to be in there developing your skills. Sure, you got to keep adding to your game. Yeah, right? it ain't even like, okay, I got to keep my cardio up or got to keep my weight down. You got to keep adding to your game and, you know. You're 40 years sharp. old. 40, 41. 41 now. years old. Um, and you still train. To your yeah. credit, you're in there, uh, what, how many days a week you train? Uh just three or four days a three week. Three or four. But yeah. still, that's pretty good for someone who yeah. doesn't have a fight coming up. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And, and, and you're still, to a degree, there's probably some things you're still kind of working on. 
Yeah, I still try to learn stuff. And, That's what you know, I mean. So, I mean, especially if you're still during your fighting career, there's going to be stuff you're getting a little better at. Maybe your defense is getting better here, yeah. getting a little bit better at Southpaw or whatever. It's the same way, you know, anybody, if he was to be like a jiu-jitsu guy. Same thing. You know, oh, like yeah. You're going to learn stuff or you're going to pick up stuff from other people. And there, there's been stuff I've learned two, three years before and then didn't start doing it in the gym. To a couple years down the road, like, damn, I, I remember when I learned to do that, but I never would do it. I never could do it right, you know, and then pick it up. Um, what other fights stood out to you on that card? Of course, Isaiah was the, the main event. Oh, the Ben Fowler, Gabriel. Ma. Yeah, that one surprised the hell out of me, I'll be honest. it was a, I knew it was going to be tough because that dude's pretty tough, but it, it, was, it was a banger. It was definitely one for the fans. Because they was going after it. I talked to Ben a little bit after it, and he said he was not expecting all the leg kicks. Yeah. I, I, he sent I, me I, pictures. I really have didn't seen, either. Have you seen those? Yeah, I've seen them. I, I didn't expect all the leg kicks either. I expected the dude to do every time he's a banger. You know, that dude's a banger. He's going in there and letting him go. Clearly. But he was, he, he's really, uh, for his like body type too, he's pretty flexible. I mean, he's got, he was throwing head kicks up to Ben. Ben's a, Six foot three. Yeah, Ben's tall. He and he was. If Ben's hands wouldn't been there, they would have got him too. Moda's listed at five nine. Ben's yeah. six three. So yeah, that's he, a big size. I, I was difference. like, damn, he's got. And then we had Mike Roberts at a Derby City, got a win. I heard that was somewhat controversial. Yeah, they. Uh, I I didn't think uh, I didn't think Mark, Mike Roberts won. You didn't think he did? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. It was close. I mean, it wasn't a total robbery, but it was it was pretty. I was for sure Carlos Gary would win. I thought he at least won one in three. Okay. Um, moving right along, Perry Stargell with a nice win over Nathan Pierce. Yeah, Perry's really good. That that dude's really good. He's only twenty five years old, I think. Twenty six years old, and now he is sitting at six and two as a pro. So, I mean, that's a, a pretty pretty good record yeah, uh, for someone good. who's... And, and I think he started out like two and two. He did, and you like know... He's he, on a pretty good tear right now. He did, and he had a couple amateur losses that you look back and you're like, how the hell did that even happen? You never know, people ain't... He had one, this one right here in particular, Jeff Whipful. Was that amateur? That was an amateur, and it was at Turf... Turf Wars, I think. No, Hard Rock up in the Turfway Park yeah, in yeah, Northern they Kentucky. Doing it. And one of Daryl Ray's guys got in there and somehow caught him. It was amazing. You watch the video and you're like, what the hell happened? And it, it's, it's, incre- it's, it's insane to watch. But he had that loss and then he moves right along. Yeah, he's fought good guys. Didn't let it slow him down. Got back in there, worked hard. He's got a good coach, Pender, of course. You know, yeah. everybody up there in Cincinnati. He's got a good team. Now he's sitting at 6-2 and two, and realistically, someone like that. He started out at 1-2. Start out at one and two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So one, two, three, four. Five. Yeah. Okay. So if we're looking at the card, um, other fights on that card, Todd Pickett got a nice win. I don't think many people are surprised by that. No. Uh, um, Aaron Allen got a, a win. I think an armbar win. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty good one. I, that dude, you know, he he needs to work on his jujitsu for real. His opponent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then last night, so brief summary of what happened last night, Dominic Steele knocked out Peter New. 
Yeah, that was a pretty good fight up that point. Former there. UFC like, fighter, local guy, I, Cincinnati. New was giving him a little bit of trouble, but he called him back, you know. I thought it was stopped kind of early. I, I mean, I, maybe not. I would have been mad if it was if I was Peter New, but he wasn't mad. So I was like, ah, oh, maybe. He handled it well. Yeah. Okay. Um, Nicholas Maupin. Got to love Maupin. Yeah, he's a warrior. You have to love Nick Maupin, right? Yeah. He's a likable guy. I don't care, He, you know, anything about him. He's, he's a little wild. He seems like the type of guy who will, maybe will, um, you know, just say, I'll fight you and like fight in the backyard or he something. He brings it too. He like, does. Yeah. He challenged, he challenged me to a grappling match. Like he wanted to do some competitive grappling thing against me. And he's continually invited me for kickboxing sparring. And I continually am like, no thanks. He, well, he, he's pretty, he's one of them guys. He's pretty good at everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well he's a fighter. Yeah. He also suffered for some difficult leg kicks. In yeah. That, matchup. That, that guy was tearing them up. Uh, Zachary Kamara with a big win in his pro debut. Got to love that. That was a good fight, too. That was a pretty good fight up to the finish. Um, I, I, he was he was winning it for sure. I think he was going to pull out the decision. But then he dropped the guy, I think, with a leg kick and then got a uh, – he kept getting him with leg kicks, like tripping him, you know. They were so hard, dude, would just fall down. And then we also have our buddy Oling, who we've been fortunate to train with quite a bit. Got to love Oling also. He moved to 7-0 as an amateur. Yeah, he's tearing it up. What the, man, I love it. He's been training martial arts for like about a year now. I think I've never seen just anything a quite over a year. Yeah, I've, I don't have you. Have you seen something quite like that? Mm, not do, you've been not, around a lot longer not than doing I have. As well as he he has. Sitting I mean, I at have, seven and zero. Oh, he's the. Champ. I have I have seen it a couple of times, but he's he's got a unique style. He's like yeah. a real thin, tall basketball player. Fights at one forty five, six foot one, and you just can't grab him. You want to take yeah. him down. Because, you know, he's new. And he hits hard. He's long and hits but hard. But while you're trying to grab him, I've done, I've tried it. He's just backing up and then punching you and stuff. It's Yeah. He's a very unique. Good, ba- good balance and deceptively strong. You know, a lot of times lanky guys are like that. I'll, I'll think like, oh, this guy's going to be weak. And then you grab him. You're like, damn, you're pretty strong. <laughs> you don't look strong, you know. Sure. Um, well, great stuff. Once again, big win for your brother Isaiah. Love to see it. Um, yeah. We'll have to see what's what's up next for him. See yeah, how he feels. Yeah. Last time he made it down to 135, he said to me, hell, I'm just going to go to 125 now. He always talks that. I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. It's a different story when you're down there trying to you make get, You get pretty hungry? Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, 35 is not a not a joy. I mean, he could make 25. What's the he lowest could. you ever fought at? 35. 35, okay. Yeah. And Isaiah's never made it to 125 either. No. Your brother Josh did, though. Yeah, Josh did a few times. But when Josh started out, like, he was, like, fighting at 35, but he was, like, 33. Yeah, Josh is a little bit smaller than you. Yeah, and, than he, you and he, he, stayed, he stayed super lean, too, you know. Like, I we I, we used to go into weigh-ins, like, with a jug of water, like, front. He was okay on the hydration? Despite well, we would just act like, we would act like we cut weight. Okay. You know, just not try not to let this guy know this dude. Does Psychologically. Something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll okay. like, yeah. Well, good stuff. Uh, once again, shout out to Isaiah for the big win. We're going to wrap the episode up. We've got another one coming up here. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Kelly Patrick Show. Of course, we'll have another episode out soon.